2: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the second guest show. Mike you, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Aber, live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Come on by and visit us. Bobby J and I will be on until 8 o'clock tonight, and at 8 o'clock, it'll be the Matt McMahon show. LSU basketball, man, Bob, they play some pretty good basketball. Well, uh, they got
0: a rebound better. Uh, they beat Aiden the first time, and this time the, the rebounding probably. was the difference. Yeah. So, you know. And how about Tulane?
2: Uh, finally,
0: finally beating a ranked man. team and beating Memphis. Ron yeah.
2: Hunter was talking about we got to figure out a way to win, and, and winning yesterday against, uh, it had been, geez, uh, 53 straight games they had lost against ranked opponents and come up with an 81-79 win over Memphis. So congratulations to Ron Hunter at Tulane Basketball. We'll talk a lot more about it. Gary Smith will join us and talk about the basketball uh, team and also about Tulane's recruiting in football. Bob, man, we saw some really good football games. Over the weekend. Well,
0: well didn't you think, um, I don't know, did, uh, did Dallas rub off of Green Bay a little bit? Because to me, Green Bay outplayed kind of a 49ers. You know, I was telling you, it looked
2: as though, I, I, and I know it is what the scoreboard tells you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. didn't Green Bay look like the better team?
0: Yeah, I mean, at <laughs> the beginning, they had a chance for a pick six, which they made uh, against uh, uh, the Cowgirls. Uh, but. You know what, in Jordan Love at the end, you never could throw across your body. That's uh, a, a rule number one. But, no, uh, th- there were so many things that you look, it's always a handful of things when you don't come out on top. You know, are you going to make the kick or not make the kick? You look at the Bills, no. uh, wide, right. Uh, that happens to them. But when I look at, um, like, you know, the one thing, I- I'll tell you what, the best thing to me with Detroit going to San Francisco that it rains again Brock Purdy does not want to play in the rain. Uh, You can tell tell he
2: wasn't crazy about that one. I don't
0: know if he has small hands or whatever uh, to hold the ball, how he throws. uh, But I tell you what, what he did on that last drive. That was impressive. uh, That's a lot of poise. That's a lot of poise how he put them in a position to win. And the one thing is Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you can't go wrong with Christian McCaffrey. Now, I think Debo Samuel. Bob, that's a big, Ah, big loss. Now, I don't know if he'll play this weekend or not. But that might help Shanahan if they know he's not playing to set up a game plan. Because if you look at Shanahan, the one thing about the 49ers. They look
2: miscombobulated once Debo wasn't there.
0: Yes, because he has a script. And he can normally stay to that script because the 49ers are always winning. The 49ers don't want to come from behind. That that's not their mantra, Mike. They don't want to come from behind. So when I look at how uh, okay, he probably had a bunch of Debo Samuel plays. Damn, I can't run that. He ain't playing his shoulder. So if he can know before the game that he's not available, you know, he might be available uh, down the road. You know, if you come out if on top, if you play on Super yeah, Bowl yeah, Sunday, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but that that was one thing that definitely uh, affected, I think Shanahan how they call things against the Packers. You've got to give the Packers a lot of credit. Look how young they are and, and how they well they are were not they
2: played. intimidated. No, they uh, were by not By the 49ers, they weren't. Bob, the other thing, too, is, uh, and you can talk a lot more about it because you played in Michigan, and you've always told oh, me that, that they like Louisiana people. they just northern just versions Yankees. of us.
0: Uh, no, no, listen, let me tell you what. The fans in Michigan are so blue-collar in the Detroit area, even the suburbs and all. Those fans supporting the Lions and how hungry they are is just like Saints fans. It is blue-collar, but they're Yankees. Uh, they're from up north and we're from down south. But they're the same people. That's why, I mean, uh, Saints fans deep down, I mean, come on, we all hate the 49ers because Joe Montana, Steve Young, and all that. So how can you not cheer for the Lions? I mean, uh, Dan Campbell. Who doesn't like uh, Dan Campbell? You know, the one thing I like about uh, Dan Campbell this was going into the game against Tampa Bay, and uh, I can tell you what he, he's a, a motivator. He said, "I don't care if we win two to zero." Mike, you've heard me say like I, I think I've used the example of three to two. Oh, uh, we got uh, we kicked the field goal and they got to safety. We won three to two. The bottom line is, can you win and get to the Super Bowl? Detroit, come on, they didn't even sniff the Super Bowl. It's kind of like Cleveland. Now, before they had the Super Bowl in the, the 50, late '50s, early '60s. You know that with Jim Brown, and then you look Bobby Lane, uh, Mike. They, they, they won championships. It wasn't even called the Super Bowl because there was no Super Bowl. But when you look at what um, what he said, what, what, what Dan Campbell said, to be able to do something greater than yourself, we can apply this in life. Who that nation? Everybody. Uh, the, even though even though you don't like sports, uh, your family, whatever, to be able to do something greater than yourself. It takes everybody around you doing their job, and doing it at a high level. You got to be able to trust them. You know, I got your back. You got my back. It's special, he said. It's different than anything. Uh, and he goes, man, uh, it's why you do what we do. It's not for the money. Now, when you when you settle down, then the money comes involved. Uh, but when you're thinking about it, you're playing for uh, the guy next to you. It's about the competition, the camaraderie to be the best of the best collectively. Football, to me, is the ultimate team sport. Basketball's a team sport. But what if you have one or two stud players? I mean, like LeBron, whatever, you focus on them. But you can have on a football field, it's 11 versus 11. You can have 10, let's say 9 or 10 guys doing what they're supposed to, one or two guys screw up. And the play would have been unbelievable, but then it looked like it was like El Succo. Well, why did we run that play? It is, to me, the ultimate team sport when you look at it. Even like baseball, okay, that's a team sport. No. A lot of times it's the pitcher against the batter. Individual batter. Yeah, and and all that. So football and how it's cohesive and what you have to do for a plan, to me, is the ultimate team sport. And that's why when he said it's about uh, the camaraderie to be the best of the best, collectively, all of us together, all for one, one for all. That's not a bunch of BS. That is truly a true statement if you truly believe that and can come together as a team. And i watch Frank Rasnow, who I think is one of the best centers
2: in pro football. He's playing with a sprained knee, a sprained ankle. He's hobbling every play, and he's still whipping somebody's
0: behind on the other end. Man, you, you think about that guy. That uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Andrews Pete with the Saints throughout his career. He would have did that. Ah, uh, not. Uh, no, but not gonna give Andrews Peat a lot credit. when he did a left tackle this year. Uh, he he made it work. But there's man, you so talking many, about Rask there's, there's only so many individuals that have the ability and the talent, but do they have the toughness?
2: And well, like Rasno
0: got that. He has the toughness that he's going to play through those injuries. He might, you know, Dan Campbell might challenge him. I don't know. I'm just being a fly on the wall. He said, you know what? Even though you're not 100%, we need you out there because you better, whatever son of a gun we're going to put in there okay. instead of you. Just go fight. And just play hard. We, is, want, we need you. In
2: his press conference today, somebody asked Dan about Rasno. He said, man, I don't have to tell him nothing. He's already told me I'm playing. I don't care how hurt I am.
0: Amen. I'm playing. So, That's uh, the guys you want to draft. You know, Those the, the son of a gun. Because
2: when you pick them, you're not real sure if you're getting that guy. Well, it's you hard, can say, it's well, hard. I think uh, he's got that. It's you hard, don't really know.
0: It's hard to measure a player's heart. I, I mean, agree. A, listen, you don't play in the NFL if you don't have ability and talent. Come on. But, uh, but uh, what if all of a sudden you got a hangnail or something? I ain't 100%. I ain't playing. Are you trying to save yourself? You look in games how, um, and maybe don't they don't do that extra block uh, because uh, it, it's, it's too much traffic. Uh, I'm not going to do that. That they, that that means they're not all out for the team. No, I can tell you, uh, Mike. You look at that lines offensive line, and if you need uh, that's some bad dudes. Uh, and, and so, up front. No, no, that that's the kind of guys you'd want. That all of a sudden, okay, uh, your leader's saying, okay, we got to attack those son of a guns over there. Uh, charge and, and be hell-bent for leather and run. That's what the Lions have. That's why uh, the Lions uh, can match, uh, like, uh, the 49ers. Now, physicality. The, yes, they can match their physicality. Now, I don't know what's going to happen beyond that, but they can match their physicality. If you
2: go back to the goal line play, Frank Rasnow was head up against Vita Vey who's one bad dude, too. And he beat him. He beat him for them to get the score.
0: And Vito Vey is about as wide as he is tall. If not wider than he he is tall. and he has a base. uh, No, he whips everybody. Uh, But even though, you know, the one thing as a man, you might think I'm a bad dude. No matter how bad you think you are, there's always someone in the world that's badder than you (laughs) and could kick your ass. (laughs) We'll be back with more second guess right after this
2: break here on the Big 870 WWL.
1: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink...
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the
1: mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: We're back here on the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Come on by and visit us. We'll be here until 8 o'clock tonight, and again, at eight, it'll be the Matt McMahon show. LSU basketball coach talking about the Tigers basketball team. Let's go to our Oakwood Talk talking text line. Let's go to Long Showman. Long Showman, you're know in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, Mike and Bobby. here. thank y'all so much for taking my call. How y'all doing this afternoon? Doing good, Long Showman. All right, Long Showman. So,
0: so, so what did you watch the game? Um with your loved ones at home? Because I know you're a football fan. You love the Saints, but I know you love football also.
1: Believe it or not, Bobby, I got to watch some of that football this weekend. Uh, just home alone, just me and the dog.
0: <laughs> you and the dog. You and the dog. <laughs> just me and the dog. So one thing, you know, as a man, the dog's always loyal.
1: Hey, Bobby and Mike, and the thing about these games, I don't have much invested so I'm not going to jump up and make the dog go flying when he's sitting the <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I get you. I get you. That, that's a good, that's I mean? a good I'm not going to go
1: crazy over a play. But i tell you what, I, I want to talk about one, uh, the, uh, the pick uh, from Jordan Love. I couldn't believe when that ball left his hand. I said, well, I knew. I said, boy, that don't that, that look good. That's going to be picked off. And it looked the same as the pass that Brett Favre threw across his body. In the two thousand and nine championship game, it kind of reminded me of
0: that. Yeah, with
2: Tracy Porter picked it off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, uh, sometimes quarterbacks can be hard headed. Uh, they think they could do more than what they could do. Tell us a little bit about uh, that, that. No, Bob. no I, I've actually uh, <laughs> no, I've actually thrown that ball the same way across, <laughs> and it's been a 50 fifty fifty ordeal. So uh, you yeah. never yeah. wanted uh, – yeah, Somebody yeah, yeah.
2: catches it, but it might not be who you were no, throwing
1: no, it to. No, 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 yeah, no but – uh <laughs> <one> <laughs> of times when you want to be flipping a coin, though.
0: You, you to be yeah, a no, no I, 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 I can tell you.
1: damn good until
0: then. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you. I threw one of those uh, to Derek Holloway in uh, Mile High <laughs> Stadium and uh, against Coach Mars' defense, and the Stars. I did it, Mike. And boy, I just got it past the DB touchdown. So then, if you do it one time, you think you do it again. Then yeah, next time, man. it burns you. So it, it, well, it's, it's, not, you what, it's, not, Mike, it's a not fundamental. Right but now.
2: I'll put it to you this way: What Green Bay did at the end of the season? Watch when everybody's starting to pick the teams that they think will be the team in the NFC in twenty twenty-four. Green Bay, man, all that young talent, two rookie tight ends, all that. Young talent you got at wide receiver. Uh, you need to help Jordan up front, a little better offensive line play. And their defense, Well, okay, what you got, eight or nine former first-round picks on that team. They actually really played well down the stretch.
0: Well, and, and you know, Longshoreman, how you, you said, like, uh, you pick up a D chart. I think if you're blue-collar, how can you not cheer for the Lions well, Bobby, Could you look look, at the, the, after seeing that story,
1: after seeing that story, that little old fella, he was uh, 80-something years old and been the season ticket holder, I think, for 57 years. Man, how can you not just grab a hold of that and embrace that and say, you know what, i got to root for them now. I think I was already rooting for them. But after I saw that story, I said, that's it, man. i got to root with Detroit, and I, well, I just want them to feel it. I, I, I'm praying for them. I really hope they go all the way.
0: Well, when you think about it, that, you know, I always like history and uh, how long it takes because the cowgirls are making negative history right now. It's almost, you know, it used to be a quarter of a century. It's almost like uh, 30 years that they're not relevant where uh, uh, all of a sudden you follow in Dallas and that uh, if you're younger than 35, uh, you don't even know that Dallas even ever uh, won a championship. But with that being said, look at the Lions. Uh, But what have you done for me lately? Uh, The long-suffering franchise, uh, they're now in the NFC Championship for the first time in 32 years. And just the second time in franchise history. But this is what caught my attention. The Lions, look at them. Uh, You you, talked about winners, 14-5. and They won two playoff games now in a season. For the first time since 1957. um, When I was in Michigan in the early 80s, they brought that up about Bobby Lane. Oh, we're so glad you won the championship, even though it was USFL. But they said the last time was 57 with Bobby Lane. The last year they won an NFL title before they had the Super Bowl. So I'm telling you, those are, you talk about loyal fans. And Mike, uh, where they're at right now, uh, and look, uh, the environment at Ford Field. I'm telling you, you might uh, – Ford Field is just as excitable – I don't know if that's even the right term – just as excitable as the, uh, uh, the Caesar Superdome. I can tell you right now, you know how loud we can get and all that in, in the Superdome? I, I, I guarantee you at Ford Field now, they got to go to San Francisco so they're on the road. But look at those two home games they had. And what did come? They had
2: legit home field advantage, uh,
0: uh, 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 Mike. Uh, without a doubt, they had legit. Uh, uh, without a doubt, now I'm trying to uh, Charlie, help me out here. Uh, was it maybe the Texans? Did the, the Texans uh, that they couldn't handle Baltimore's home field? No, they, I think they no, jumped off sides like, like five like times. It was five. Yeah, I'm five like, shots. Well, when the world. Uh, Come on. <laughs> okay,
2: you're not in that environment, and everybody gets a little jittery. Right. But listen, they went toe-to-toe
0: with the Ravens for a half. Well, they, they ran back. that. The, the, well, the, the, the punt return yeah, really. The, the punt return, but the, the, they didn't score against that Ravens defense.
2: No, they didn't. I'm telling no, you. No, they didn't. But uh,
0: that's why you I, were in the hunt at halftime. Yeah, and that's why Lamar Jackson, I then think. Then Lamar uh, took over. All of a sudden, at halftime, he's given a halftime speech, a few choice words, and we got to challenge the team. And then they finally woke up. When you think about it, Mike, they were basically off uh, for a few weeks. Okay, they didn't play in the last game. Then they, were they like had the a bye. Then they had a bye. And then all of a sudden, uh, what they did in the second half. So uh, to me, I, I don't know what y'all think, Charlie. I mean, uh, Charlie and everybody, Longshoreman. If the Ravens played to their ability, when I look how they structured defensively and when Lamar Jackson. You're going to bet against Mahomes? Yes, I am.
2: Because (laughs) that was your pick early. That's why I got to go with Kansas City because I picked the Chiefs. You Uh, picked
0: Baltimore in in July. uh, I picked Kansas City uh, in July. We both got the 49ers. And and training camp started in in, in late July. Mike picked the Chiefs and the 49ers, and I picked the Ravens and 49ers. So one of us might be right. It's like must-see TV. I mean, it's like uh, unbelievable. Even though you don't have a dog in the hunt, And we love uh, football, and pro football is the best of the best. I mean, I I don't know. You might tell the wife uh, she might hate football. Sorry, go go do something else. I'm watching the game. Uh, (laughs) Whatever you want to do, go hang out with the grandkids or whatever. Go shopping. But I'm watching the game. I'm watching the game right now. (laughs) NFL
2: stats put this out with Detroit's win. 14 of the 16 teams in the NFC have reached the conference championship game at least once since the realignment happened across pro football in 2002. The two that haven't, the Washington, either Redskins, Commanders, Cowboys.
0: Yeah, because the Cowgirls are sorry. <laughs> they, they, they're sorry. The, the, the only thing is, like, uh, some people like that they lost so early. But I'll, I'll tell you, uh, uh, Jerry Jones might not make it out of the suite. Because Jerry Jones, instead of uh, being uh, realistically his age, 81, he probably feels 91 If they would ever be in the NFC Championship game and don't get to the big dance in the Super Bowl, he might have a heart attack there or just, what happened to Jerry? I don't know. He he just fell out. Or it might be uh, if he goes to the Super Bowl. See, cowgirl fans, if you're going to be America's team, don't be like winners. We like ultimate winners. So when you look where Dallas is at, are, are, are there winners? And now it's almost uh, on the cusp, well over a quarter of a century, almost 30 years since they're winners. And so they're, they're no, nobody's going to be on that bandwagon. And Jerry Jones knows how they promote the Cowgirls, that they got to win the damn Super Bowl. Got to win it. Not be in it. they got to win it. And that's why. Uh, how are you going to win it um, when you're losing the first round at home to the Packers?
2: Let's go back to our Hard Hardjula's talking text line, uh, T-Mac. T-Mac, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike.
1: Hi, Bobby and Mike. I wanted to just give you a huge thank you. Um, my son at four started playing football. I had no knowledge. I thought a field goal and the point after were the same thing. I couldn't call anything. But I wanted to let you guys know that I learned, and he will be playing Division One football next year on the full ride scholarship. So I just wanted to thank you guys oh, that's for that's awesome me and just giving me some information. When I saw on the on his paperwork, room board, tuition meals, fees, everything is covered. I just
0: y'all came to my mind it's a thank you.
2: Well, well thank you T Mac uh, for the uh, phone uh, call. Hey T Mac I tell you what, um, And congratulations to That's. That's a great honor.
0: Well, no, you, you get a great, great opportunity. Your foot's in the door. Now it's a little different uh, than back in the day with name, image, and likeness and all now. But even if you're not on that level, what if you could get like a free education and then you take advantage of that? And like she was saying, man, I, I thought that was awesome. The way I was raised, I, I mean, I don't know. You get uh, a, free, a free roof over your head and you get to eat for free? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I even thought that was awesome. I'm not, I'm not talking about getting compensated. So no t- times have changed, but when I look at that as far as a scholarship, I was one player that appreciated my uh, scholarship. And then that goes back to my dad telling me, you know, uh, the, you know get a scholarship. And then my grandma, my grandma, uh, Birdie Bertie, Birdie Abert Birdie told me, and I had, she had like uh, 12 grandkids. Whoever gets a scholarship gets a free car. And you know what? I got a scholarship, so I got a free, I got a free Grand Prix. i never forget that. It was copper colored. I had that. All my other cousins were saying, well, what about me? Why I don't get a car? My grandma said, you ain't done nothing. Well, you got a scholarship? You ain't got no scholarship. No, you, it's, it's all, it might be conditional love, but whatever. You got a scholarship, I'm going to compensate you. And my grandma compensated me. So you were styling and profiling and with Prix. that Grand, and a Grand Prix. Right? Prix. There you go. Yeah, they remember that old uh, the late 70s, uh, uh, Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. And, and yeah. a Grand Prix. Pre- had a Grand
2: Prix. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back. Thanks so much for the call, T Mac. We really appreciate it. We'll be back with more second guests Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back here on the second guest show, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Let's go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Let's go to Sergeant White in the east. Sarge, uh, you in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. How you doing, guys? All right, Mike. Sarge. Got a question.
0: Um, All right, I just want to know the backstory on the uh, 2018 draft. I understand we uh, gave up some um, some capital to go up and get uh, Davenport, right? Correct. How how serious was the Saints uh, was going to draft uh, Lamar Jackson? And what, what, what was up with the 2017 draft? Because I understand. We were, and we were uh, considering Mahomes, you um, know. Yeah, somebody they, no, have, they, it, they,
2: doubt. they would have picked Mahomes. What yeah. happened there?
0: And then Andy Reid, um, Mike, Andy he, Reed he jumped. He made a trade
2: in. with Buffalo and jumped the Saints. And he, because I think the word had gotten out. Uh, somebody had kind of hit the tom-toms that the Saints were going to pick Mahomes. So Andy Reid and the Chiefs, and they, they got him. a sniff of it. And they made a deal with Buffalo. And they were able to pick Mahomes. Now, the Saints had sort of kept that in line pretty good until probably the final couple hours before the draft. But they would have picked Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees in interviews he has said. Sean had gotten in touch with him and told him, hey, listen, if Mahomes is there, we're going to pick him. I just want to tell you ahead of time, we're going to pick Patrick Mahomes.
0: Boy, look how history would change. Uh, and and uh, I can tell you right now, uh, Drew Brees would have maybe played a season, kind of what they did with Alex Smith and uh, Pat Mahomes. And then all and then of a Drew sudden. would have finished somewhere else. Would have finished somewhere else. Exactly, Mike. That would have happened. And then look where the Saints would be right now with Pat Mahomes. Because Pat Mahomes in the 21st century, he is the same version. Now, you could bet however you want to bet. But I was telling Mike this. Be
2: careful with your money.
0: But I'm telling you right now, okay? You know, how you bet against Tom Brady, uh, then you lose. You lose. You bet against Pat Mahomes, you lose. Mike, there was some number, or, or Charlie. You can check this, and I was telling Mike this. It's either eight and one or nine and one. Pat Mahomes in the postseason, when he's an underdog, that he's covered. That Pat Mahomes is covered. So, I don't know. I think the Ravens are better than the Chiefs. I think so, too. I, I, I think but the, I ain't betting against them. But but but, <laughs> but 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 I'm just telling you, when you've gone against Pat Mahomes, uh, you might say, well, it might be a, a second mm. loss instead of only one loss. The, the
2: 2018 draft, the Saints had focused in on Davenport. When they made that, the word had sort of gotten out. We talked about it as the Saints made the, the move up. This was about Davenport. It was not about Lamar Jackson. Though the ESPN people well, all thought it was all about Lamar Jackson.
0: Marcus Davenport might, want, might be one of the best defensive linemen, definitely in the conversation that I've ever witnessed or played with, that has the ability to be amongst the best of the best. But who knows if he's going to play? Or I mean, Ma- want to play. Marcus Davenport, to me, is unbelievable. Okay, what he did in a Saints uniform when he played. And then, I don't know, it's always something. Because they all look at the film, and when he was playing, the Vikings compensated. Would they give him, like $12 million or something like that? And then he plays one game, then he's hurt again. You talk about stealing money. Uh, Marcus Davenport has so much ability. If you look like per game, what he's played and what he's gotten paid... Well, Marcus Davenport, I don't know. Athletic ability,
2: he's off the charts good. Uh, How much he really wants to play football at times is another story. And, and I've talked to people who have coached him, have worked with him. They all tell you the same thing. I've never seen anybody with that type of athleticism hey, and talent, hey, well, but
0: well, eh, well, he's, he's, he's of, wired different. He's kind of a flake. He's a freak of nature physically, but his heart is pumping poo poo. Uh, he don't have uh, that that dog in him. Well, but I mean, he's so talented that I don't know. He's a poet and he doesn't even know it. I mean, the whole thing and like his dad. That's I, on the run. Hey, no, no. <laughs> his dad, his dad knows what he needs to do. But he, he, even though uh, you a family member, and you're trying to guide someone, you can't tell them what to do. It has to come from within. It doesn't matter. He could be a cousin. It could be a a son, whoever you're dealing with. You cannot make that person what you want him to be. I think the dad understands. I don't know if the son, Marcus Davenport, doesn't understand. All I know is he's a multimillionaire, and he ain't, I mean, based on his ability, because he's that good, but he hasn't been able. And he'll get another
2: chance and another big payday. That's just the way it is. It might not be fair in the world. But that's the way it is. When you're that
0: talented, Bob, you're going to get multiple chances. Hey, if you could put Cam Jarn's heart and <laughs> Marcus Davenport, they would be in the Reggie White level. Oh, what? Hey, Bear, what are you talking about? I'm telling you right now, if you could put Marcus Davenport's uh, – and Cam Jarn's talented. If you could put Marcus Davenport's ability and Cam Jarn's work ethic and I'll answer the bell. He would be amongst the best ever in the history of the NFL. And, and I get why Brian
2: Flores rolled the dice there. He envisioned that he could put the new Hunter on one yes, side, what Marcus doubt. Davenport on the other, and say, hey, guys, go sick him. And, man, they'd have had something there Pinier, just that he, he was never available. Pin years back and go. Pin years back and go. And, uh, man, that's another team to watch this offseason. What they're going to do with Kirk Cousins – they have some talent on that Vikings team. The offensive line is pretty doggone good too. But what you do with the new Hunter, what are you going to do at quarterback with Kirk Cousins? Does he stay in Minnesota? Uh, that's a team to watch because if you look at Green Bay and you look at Detroit, they're pretty much set
0: hey, let me tell for you, a hard I, run. I'm not saying you're winning anything, but Kirk Cousins is a top 12 quarterback. I can tell you that right now. I, I would agree. No, I, uh, I, I, would agree. I, mean, I mean, it doesn't mean you're winning anything, but supply and demand, you're going to get paid because there's not enough quarterbacks. We'll be back to finish it up here on our number
2: one of Second Guest right after this break here on the Big 870. We're back here on the Second Guest show, Mike, to tell you, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair, finishing up our number one here. Bob, uh, the Panthers have hired Dan Morgan, who had been a longtime employee of the Panthers, former linebacker. He is now their new president of football operations, general manager. They will have another higher uh, personnel guy, but Dan Morgan, former Dan
0: Morgan, to me, was a poor man, Luke Kuechly. Very much so. He
2: was that good. Uh, But he had a lot of injuries during his NFL career. But he was that good. He was a really good football player. So Dan now has – he's the go-between between between a very – him, uh, impatient owner and David Tepper. And the so, how did he coach. get
0: that uh, that owner's trust, Mike? Uh, they must be hanging out or something. Ah, I mean,
2: and good good luck with that because um, uh, he doesn't have a lot of patience with anybody or anything. And I think it's obvious. Uh, have Have you heard that of being the job? Instead, did Jim Harbaugh go there? The no, Carolina? He, no, Did no. The Bill Belichick? Go, yeah. no, they're not going there. And I ain't going there. Not with that guy uh, running the, the ship. Uh-uh. Because, I ain't going uh,
0: there. because they already have enough money. And it doesn't that money's not an They already have enough money. So, like when Frank Reich went there, uh, that, that was a good payday for him. And he had but, the
2: highest paid assistant coaching staff in the entire NFL. And look what happened.
0: He might be the new version, or the uh, how old is he, Mike? How old is Temper? have is any
1: fifty.
0: Oh, then he's the younger version of Jerry Jones. He, uh, he, he ain't he, one squat. Though. But, but 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 no, he ain't one nothing. But I'm saying, as far as his involvement, oh, no, no, now, and the thing is, he don't have a radio show every week. I, I, I mean, I, could you imagine doing that show with him every he, week? Yeah, but but the thing is, he's going to be one that uh, what it's going to take. I want to win a Super Bowl whatever it might be
2: financially he he will pay whatever it takes it's just putting up with him that that was that's the key we'll be back with more second guess uh Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon Bobby Aber live from the Silver Slipper Casino beatside in Hancock County Mississippi right after this news break